Hello, everyone. It's Matthew DeMello, your host of Cross Border Solutions weekly podcast, The Fiona Show, hot off the press. Here's where we dive into transfer pricing news from around the globe. Who's making headlines? Here's what you need to know, hot off the press. If you're looking for a relaxed transfer pricing regime, don't look at Bulgaria, at least not anymore. Granted, since 2007, the country offered a, quote, best practice approach to transfer pricing with, quote, rules that were as binding as the New Year's resolution you blew off by February last year. Well, fast forward to August 2019, when the country passed a bill introducing a real, as in no choice, transfer pricing regime. The new regime, which goes into effect on January 1st, 2020, around the time you'll be buying that gym membership you'll never use, mandates that M&Es submit detailed OECD-approved local and master files. Sure, there are a few exemptions. Companies engaging in only domestic transactions, small and medium-sized enterprises, tax-exempt taxpayers, and anyone who sticks to their business resolutions past March. But most M&Es will have to comply. Naturally, the goal of the documentation is to prove business transactions are at arm's length. And you'll have to prepare the files contemporaneously, be prepared to update financials annually, and refresh the comparability analysis every three years. Sure, the new regs mean more work for you, but the real question is, what do they tell you about Bulgaria's National Revenue Agency, or the NRA. Well, not that NRA. The answer isn't pretty. Clearly, the agency is moving transfer pricing compliance up on its list of priorities. Over the past few years, the NRA has invested in transfer pricing databases and in training tax authorities. And it's hardly a surprise that transfer pricing audits have noticeably increased the number of tax disputes with the NRA. So it looks like this year's New Year's resolution, the one you should keep anyway, is pretty obvious. Audit proof your business and get those local and master files ready for the Bulgarian tax authority painstaking review. Just when you think there's nothing left to say about taxing the digital economy, developing countries throw in their two cents. In fact, the Intergovernmental Group of 24 on International Monetary Affairs, or G24, a group of now 28 developing countries, including South Africa, Brazil, and Trinidad and Tobago, is the latest to show support for a multilateral solution. On October 17th, after a meeting in Washington, D.C., the group released a statement saying that any tax solution should allow developing countries to benefit the same way other countries would. Seems fair. As the statement said, digitalization lets companies earn profits in jurisdictions without a physical presence. Well, yeah, the Pope has a balcony. Tell us something we don't know. So what does the G24 want in the end? The same thing the rest of the world is tossing around. A multilateral fix that allocates profits according to the digital users and markets responsible for creating them. The group makes another great point. Tax disputes should be part of the conversation now, so it's part of the solution later. If only there was a podcast for this kind of thing. And not sure if you meet the CBC report thresholds in Hong Kong? You're not alone. In fact, to clear up any confusion, Hong Kong's Inland Revenue Department just published a frequently asked questions guide. Sort of the ask me anything of CBC filing thresholds, but maybe we can clear a few of the questions up right here. Wondering if an M&E's consolidated group revenue exceeds the preceding accounting period's threshold, but not the current, do you still have to file in a word? Yes. Are you unsure if that extraordinary income and gains should be included in the consolidated group threshold. Yup. So long as accounting requires it in your financial statements. Should the share results of associated companies, joint ventures, or partnerships be included in consolidated group revenue? Yes. Again, if the accounting rules require consolidation of the entity into the group's consolidated financial statements. 
Is it all very complicated? Yes, but you didn't need a guide to tell you that. That's the news in transfer pricing. We'll be back next week for more. Don't miss it. Subscribe to The Fiona Show, Hot Off the Press, and we'll fill you in on transfer pricing news every week. And while you're at it, subscribe to our anchor podcast, The Fiona Show, where we, along with in-the-know guests, hello OECD hotshots, dive deep into transfer pricing issues, news topics, court cases, regulations, and more. Think of us as your one-stop shop for all things transfer pricing. Sorry, didn't mean to brag. This podcast was edited, engineered, and hosted by yours truly, Matthew DeMello. Our executive producer, Marilyn Mitchum-Strom, writes our scripts. We'll be back next week with more transfer pricing news hot off the press. Mm-hmm.